You know, it's like the name of your podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the mirror. The flowers and the plants and the trees are mirrors. That's all they are. So... Mm. Dear friend, you can grow your personal and business brand by creating a strong network through podcasting. Create real human connections, have the ability to share your story and interesting point of view. To get started, you can make use of the special offer for friends of this podcast, which is on kitcaster.com slash mirror. K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R dot C-O-M slash M-I-T-E-R. R R O R. The link and further instruction or details will be found in the show notes for this episode. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk Podcast. Your moment of greatness starts now. Today's guest is a flower alchemist, the author of Flower Evolution and the founder of Lotus Way. She has created a flower essence library with excellence now used by people in more than 50 countries. She hosts the Flower Lodge podcast, features experts in unconventional paths to self-awareness with listeners in more than 75 countries. Lotus Way has been featured in O, Opera's Magazine, New York Times, and LA Times. She has bootstrapped Lotus Way to over eight figures. It's so great to have you here today, Katie. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining me today on this episode of Mirror Talk. Um, can you, you know, tell me about a little bit about yourself? Who is Katie and how did you start with this great and amazing work with flowers? Yeah, so I've been working with flowers for over 20 years now. And this is like as soon as I graduated college, then I had to ask myself, now what am I really here to do? And I was looking for, how, you know, what would be the method or the vehicle that I could create something that would help people reach their full potential. You know, I looked around and I still, to this day, sometimes I give workshops and I'll ask people, you know, raise your hand if you have totally maximized your full potential. You are as bold, fearless, kind, loving, patient, generous as you will ever be. And you could never be any better than you are in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Every, nobody raises their hand, right? Like no. innately, your own wisdom tells you that's silly and that there's always more to be discovered about oneself and more that we can expand into. Mm. So I was looking for what would be the way that I could help people accelerate that so that we could more quickly move through moments of being stuck or being challenged or being limited by our own beliefs. Uh, and I came up upon a teacher from Madrid, Spain, who was an expert in this type of modality. And I, I just fell in love because I thought, how come nobody knows about this? I mean, apparently more people know about it than, than you think. I guess it's flower essences. You can find them in, in every pharmacy in Australia. In your part of the world, in Europe, uh, doctors are prescribing them for their patients. But in the United States, especially at that time, 20 years ago, uh, no one had really heard of them much. Um, and yet, it's like the greatest gift from Mother Nature. <laughs> Every flower on the planet helps our mind and our emotions in a certain way and can accelerate our capacity for growth. So whether you own a business or you're a mom, or you're creative, or you're, you're making something, creating something in the world. 
you can tap into this unseen power of flowers to help you move through your own challenges more quickly and move into your your greater potential faster oh that's that's awesome and you came up with um lotus way you're the founder of lotus way and um, how did you come up with that name lotus way and what <laughs> is it about yeah so in the far east lotus is a symbol of enlightenment but it also grows in a muddy stinky swamp you know it's like dirty uh and so it really symbolizes life because there's something special about the lotus flower and the petals they literally don't allow any speck of dust to to rest on them you know like aeronautic scientists have studied this effects for airplanes and such so it's like life today it's messy it's chaotic it's you know uh, challenging and stinky sometimes yes. but from that we can use all of that to bloom into the the purest uh, you know most beautiful version of ourselves yes. and way comes from mandarin and it's it's like a transformative action for the benefit of all so it's like what we all want, right? That something transforming inside of us for the benefit of all of humanity with a little help from flowers. Wow, wow. <laughs> and I, I have to say that I find it really amazing and inspirational that you, you know, came up with such a wonderful name and also using this wonderful name as a, as a business, as a business brand. And you, you now eight-figure business. Like I was reading that last year, 2020, you, you grew up to 15 million, like with the, with the business. How, how, do, how do you do that? How do you become, how do you grow a successful business, you know, with something that's so useful to humanity? How do you combine, you know, the essence of life with, you know, business? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, because I've never been money motivated. And I think what we've done is first, we like deeply, deeply believe in what we offer. And that is what fuels us. You know, every person on the team, we know that the business can only be as good as we are. So every day we're focusing on how do we improve ourselves? How do we walk our talk? And I think that people sense that authenticity and the sincerity behind it. Uh, and they feel drawn to that. Um, but then also we just take, you know, every amount of money we get and we put it back into more and more and more growth. Um, so there are more products, more programs, more partnerships, collaborations. You know, it's not like, you know, the business owner takes out money and gets a Ferrari, you know, <laughs> like that, like those types of material things have never been a motivating factor for me. What I'm super excited about is just like growing and expanding and reaching more people. So mm. that's just been a driving force in our business. Wow. Well, that's, that's good. That's really good. And you know, one of your missions is to expose 3% of the Earth's population to the powerful properties of flowers. And I, you are doing an amazing job with that already. But <laughs> can you, can you um, please educate me and my friends out there on the powerful properties of flowers? For someone like me, we just, we just have flowers around for decoration's sake. <laughs> can you enlighten me a little bit? Yeah, okay. So... Let me just say, start by saying, when I first met my flower essence teacher, that was sort of like his mission. And I adopted that because he said, you know, sometimes you feel like there's so many problems in the world. Like, how can you make a difference? Like, how can little Toby and little Katie make, you know, this big impact in the world? And 
what the one thing that my flowers teacher that really said that stuck with me was he said if three percent of the world's population were actively working with this type of flower remedy which i'll tell you more about yeah. it would create enough energetic power or ripple effect or tipping point as malcolm gladwell likes to say uh e, that it would change the outcome of the future of our planet and that was something that really really impacted me deeply and i thought three percent we can do that we can reach three percent uh and you know it's an empowering feeling to to think and, and i think we see that in our daily lives too you see the impact of a few really positive people in the room um, and you know that to be true positivity and love and happiness and joy is contagious, right? Yes. It's very contagious, yes. uh, more contagious than any virus that exists. So, <laughs> um, so that's inspiring. And then just like the, the nuts and bolts, like how does it actually work? How can flowers help people reach their full potential? How could a person build a business around that? It's like cuckoo, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll just like break it down really simply. When you walk in nature, like let's say you leave the city and you're out in the middle of the forest in Germany and you spend all day, like how do you feel when you come home? Yeah, yeah, I feel so refreshed and so, yeah, energized again. Yeah, yeah and there's more happening than just like fresh air and oxygen. Mm. The, the uh, scientists in Tokyo, Japan, have actually studied this effect and they have a practice called Shinrun Yoko, which stands for, which uh, means forest bathing, which doesn't mean like getting into the water. It means bathing in the energy or the life force of the botanicals. And they've done studies showing that if you do this for a day, let's say your adrenaline goes way down, your cortisol goes way down, which means your stress goes way down, your white blood cells go skyrocketing, which means your immune system becomes very strong. Yes. And the crazy part about mother nature is it's exponential. You know, it's like quantum physics. Like we can't even really conceive how this works. But if you, Toby, spend one day in the forest, those elevated health benefits last in your body for a whole week, not just that day. Mm -hmm. And if you spend the whole weekend, those health benefits last in your body for a whole month, mm -hmm. even though you're not, you didn't go back yeah. for a whole month. So, so there's more going on than just oxygen. And actually, when you look at studies done in the UK on bees, they find that actually bees are not attracted to flowers based on color or scent. The flowers are emitting these little electrical waves, mm -hmm. like a, a like a form of electricity. Yeah. And have you ever seen on a bee? They have little hairy legs. Of the yes. little hairs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So that's how they perceive this really subtle electricity. And there's a communication going on between the bees and the flowers oh. of, you know, if they, if the flowers need to be pollinated or, you know, there, there's a, there's a communication happening. Hmm. Um, and so that's how we know that there's this electricity. You know, some people say, what? <laughs> you know, I, I consider it to be like flower Wi-Fi or botanical tree Wi-Fi, right? Mm, yes. It, because this is something we understand and we never question. If you think about your cell phone, you have a cell phone, I imagine, right, Toby? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay, so if you stop and think, how on earth 
can you send photos, poetry, music, your podcasts, videos that ride on little invisible waves like a magic carpet through space, through the walls, through your body? You know, you're in Hamburg. I'm in Arizona. Mm. How is this even possible? (laughs) How are we connecting right now? Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like this whole like web in the space that we can't see. Mm. So so when we conceive of that, it's like, well, we're doing that all day long, every day. So Mm. isn't it possible that Mother Earth, who's been around for 4.5 billion years, has had that technology all along? And we simply, because we don't see it, we think it's not there. Mm. But when you spend time in nature, you feel the difference. And also... When you look at different flowers, your, your, your wisdom knows that they make you feel different. So like, if you look at a rose, for example, it makes your body feel one way. If you look at a giant tree, it makes you feel another way, right? So we already speak that language kinesthetically. We're just maybe not aware that we do speak that language. Yes. So that's the influence of, you know, having plants around us or going into the wild or into nature. They, they send waves into our body system and energize us in some ways. Yeah. And this, this other thing is going to freak you out. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard of, have you heard of uh, Cleve Baxter? No, no. He was like the top uh, teacher or instructor for the polygraph machine. So basically the lie detector. Ah. He worked for the CIA in the United States. And he would teach the CIA people how to use the lie detector machine. Okay. So one day, you know, he was like in his office, maybe feeling a bit crazy. And he had all these uh, plants in his office. And he said, I wonder what would happen if I connected the lie detector machine to the plant. Hmm. (laughs) Right. He just, (laughs) he just got super curious. (laughs) And it just opened this huge door of discovery for him. He, uh, he did a whole series of, of studies and he found that, like, for example, he connected the plant to the polygraph machine and then he had this idea. What if I lit, like take a lighter or strike a match and I light one of the leaves on fire? Hmm. The moment he had that thought, the plant started to freak out on the machine. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he did he didn't even light the match. Mm. He didn't even start the fire. He just had a thought about it. Mm. So then immediately he felt guilty, like, oh, my God, the plant can read my mind. Mm. And so he became much more sensitized to wow, they are at a much slower pace than we are, but they understand. And he did a whole series of many other studies. He found out that plants could actually identify the murderer in the room, you know, they could identify when someone had, had come through with an intention to harm. If they, you know, walked that person through again, all the plants would freak out on the machines. And then he also found that if you take care of a house plant a lot, you water it, you tend to it, you care to it, it has a special connection with you. And so, I mean, I see some plants around you in your space. Yes, I do have some, some greens around me. <laughs> okay, so you have this connection with the houseplant. Yes. Um, and he found when his 
office mate went to a surprise birthday party several hundred miles away. He went back and looked at the records of the machine and he found that the moment that office mate landed up at the party and everyone said surprise yeah. and you know like it's a good stress right he's got his heart rating rate up the the house or the office plants in that man's office also started to uh show some form of stress and excitement yeah wow so then he realized whoa this is really quantum physics the plant has such a deep connection with the person tending to them that hundreds of miles away they feel their excitement or stress okay so right you start <laughs> to see the world in a whole different way yes and then when you look when you go outside and you look around you whether it's the plants you have in your house or in your garden or simply are walking through the forest or in the wild somewhere you realize we are a part of this whole living organism of earth and there's communication and plants are here to benefit us and they're always in service and in their purity and offering to help us clear our minds and become more focused and feel more fearless and more free um, and the more that we sort of tune into that the more we can reap the benefits that's really amazing because before I always think, oh, the flowers around me, for example, are just there to clear the air to, you know, to ensure that I get quality air in my <laughs> right. space. But actually, you, according to you now, it actually helps to also clear my mind, clear my spirit, clear my soul, and connect with me also. That's totally new to me that the flowers here are connected to me in some ways. <laughs> well, I mean, even just the air, like if you think about the symbiotic relationship, they they are breathing your your exhalation yes and you're breathing in their exhalation mm-hmm. like we couldn't survive on this planet without oxygen plants make oxygen they couldn't survive you know without our exhale of carbon dioxide mm-hmm. so in some ways if you think about it it's like the most intimate relationship on earth like mm-hmm. it's like we're breathing their exhalation they're breathing our air it's like this incredible intimacy that we don't even realize is happening true yeah, yeah. our survival is depending on each other that's a deep that's a deep connection actually between us wow <laughs> but that's yeah i mean <laughs> that's that's a lot <laughs> but you know the, you, you have this you know vast knowledge about flowers already so can you explain to me um how i can connect with the or how we can connect with the ancient wisdom of flowers and how does it help us to, you know, grow into our genuine selves? Yeah. Okay. So any time you can spend in nature, take mm-hmm. it, go for it. Um, even if it's just you're at the, uh, you know, you're working at home or you're at the office and you just want to sit under a tree for five minutes. Um, any amount of time you can sit on the earth, that you can sit next to a tree, that you can get your hands into the dirt, um, it will benefit you immensely. If you're like me and you spend the majority of your time indoors on computer, uh, too much technology, um, then you may find benefit from working with something like what we do, which is flower remedies. Because, you know, I just, I wish I had more time to immerse myself in nature. But because I want to reach so many people with the business, I'm so often 
on the computer and indoors. So bringing nature indoors into our life, it's really as simple as um, there is a way to bottle up this feeling or this life force or this energy or electricity, whatever you want to call it, uh, from flowers and plants. And then it's as easy as you put it in your coffee, you put it in your tea, your water. And every flower has a really specific thing that it does. So some flowers make you sleep. Some make you laugh. Some make you really focused and motivated. Some make you mentally sharp. Some help you write better. Some help you speak better. Some get rid of fears. I mean, it's literally any human condition, neurotic challenge that you could imagine of anyone on the planet. There is a flower for that. And what I've seen from working with people, so the first 10 years of my business, I all I did was work with people one-on-one. So it's kind of like a therapist, but I would give people flower remedies. And so from my experience, I noticed that the normal amount of personal growth we go through in about six months is squished down into about a month or two. So I noticed that these remedies could help us like, plow through any sort of baggage or limitations you know and my flower essence teacher would say we carry in the cells of our body the dna and the cellular messaging from up to six to eight generations back in the family lineage so you may have a thought and you think like oh it's just my little thought in my little head no one really knows but it could have been the same thought that your great grandmother had or your great great grandfather had right and so what the remedies are doing is they're turning down the volume on you know thoughts that don't belong to us it could even be collective consciousness it could even be watching the news you know it could be those types of things also impact how we feel and think it turns down the volume it turns up the volume on who am I really? What is my greatest power and potential? Mm-hmm. What am I here to do? And how can I dial that up faster? Yeah. Uh, and literally it's, I mean, a flower essence doesn't have any scent. It's totally different from aromatherapy. Um, we collect it through a method called solar infusion. And then just drop it in your drinks or put it in your mouth. It's like the easiest thing in the world. It takes about, um, sometimes you feel it on the first day or it could be a couple days and you literally start to feel a difference in your mind stream. Yes. I was watching a video on your website and with and people giving reviews on your flower essence. And I'm, I'm happy you're making mention of it now because I was open to ask you later on about how it works. What's the, you know, old biology behind it? And um, how does it help with, you know, vitality and clarity and, you know, yeah, and you know, making one strong? Because I was seeing, like, a, a, a boy, for example, in the video was talking about um, once he started taking the flower essence, for example, he became, you know, much more confident in school. I was like, wow, it actually helps also with self-confidence in school. That's, that's totally amazing to me, like. Just flower essence helps with confidence, helps with pains yeah. or, you know, too much home office or sitting on system. It helps you to relax yourself. And yeah. So can you explain, maybe talk a little bit about the science behind it? So. Yeah. So um, 
anyone who studies homeopathy or flower essences or acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine, you know, where they're putting in needles to work with all the energies in your body. Anyone in the energy medicine field would see the body in a very different way than an allopathic doctor, right? The, the allopathic doctor will see your body as like flesh, you know, it's like bones, skin, fluid, organs, and they kind of compartmentalize it into like little boxes. You have your specialist here and your specialist here. And that's very helpful for a certain type of um, conditions, right? But the world of energy medicine would see the body as the last step, right? So for example, let's say you're giving a presentation and you have the projector projecting an image on the wall. If you see some kind of, you see something on the image that shouldn't be there, you never go to the wall and like scrub the wall. You always come back to the projector, look at the lens, maybe it's a piece of desk, you take it off. So in this case, the body is the screen or the wall. And the projector is all of this energy that is inside and all around us. Some people would call it energetic field, your bioenergetics, your aura, uh, your subtle bodies, your etheric bodies, whatever you want to call it. It's the thing that animates the body, right? Yes, yes. And they've, they've actually weighed, it's, it's a very, very light weight, but they've weighed the consciousness after someone dies. You know, while someone is alive, they've weighed them and they die and the consciousness leaves the body. They have actually, you know, weighed what is the weight of a consciousness, right? What is the weight? I don't even remember. It's like 0.000. 000. <laughs> it's like very <laughs> subtle and yeah. light. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the consciousness is what animates our body, mm. right? Mm. Uh, and and that's what we're working with here is the the energy that forms who you really are. You know, and if someone says, "Well, that sounds really woo woo. That sounds a bit crazy." Um, think about some you know sometime when you've experienced like the deepest love that you've ever experienced in your life love for your family for your children for a lover how do you see love you know i mean like if i'm like sending you love from my heart to your heart yes you can't see it no it's invisible <laughs> i could i could i could feel it probably <laughs> you could feel it right yes yes So it's similar. We have an energetic field around us. And anybody who is in business or who is around a lot of people will become very sensitive to the energy of other people, right? This is an art that, you know, you need in negotiations and business or you need um, when, you're, when you're dealing with other people is to be able to read their energy. So, so that's what we're working with is this energy, And sometimes this energy can have static or, uh, you know, static, let's say. You know, we're on Wi-Fi all the time. We're on Bluetooth. We have things that uh, are affecting our energy. Or even just spend a couple minutes with somebody who's really negative or really angry. It impacts your energy. Or somebody who's really happy. It also impacts your energy, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so... So how to experience more vitality and clarity is 
by taking these pure, uh, unadulterated, like impossible to taint energies from nature and introducing them into our field, it's like it cleans all up all the knots and the static points. It just mm. clears everything up. Mm. Um, so that then, as it's projecting the information into your mind stream, into your heart and emotional bodies, into your physical body, you can be more clear and more energetic. So rather than working with your physical body and say, I'm going to drink some coffee, and that's going to give me a stimulant and stimulate my body, which is also okay. I love coffee. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but we're working with something much more subtle. It's the projector, yeah. you know, onto the screen. Yes. Um, so going to the very root cause of why physical imbalances occur in the first place, going to the very root of the consciousness of what is actually animating this flesh body that we yeah. have. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does make sense. Like going to the to the basic, to the foundation, to the beginning of everything, actually. Yeah, yeah. to get energy. Yes. Yeah, but, it's like the core of who you are. Yes, yes. And what makes you different from any other person. Mm. It's your personal energetic signature. Mm. Wow. So you advise us to, well, how do we pick flower essences for example like are they specific ones because i can at, at the back i can see a lot of them there how do i know the <laughs> right one for me or can i just try out anyone anyhow yeah any yeah okay so the amazing part is you know how i was saying before that all of us as humans we speak the language of botanicals and flowers without knowing we speak it yes the one <clears throat> the wonderful thing about that is we can trust then our eyes so whatever our eyes are drawn to that's what we need. You know, if we walk into a flower shop and we pick flowers for our house or for our loved one, we think that it's arbitrary. We think, oh, these are pretty. I'm drawn to these. Yes. But it's not arbitrary. It's the wisdom of our consciousness saying, oh, this is something I need or this is something my mother needs or my loved one needs. Mm. So, um, and I've seen it in the last 20 years. It's undeniable, you know, that... If I were to show you a series of flower images, mm. you could pick your favorite three or five images. If I tell you what those flowers do, you would be like, oh my God, you feel so exposed, right? It's like, how does she know how I'm yeah. feeling on the inside? Yes. Because you'll naturally be drawn. Wow. Wow. And that, that's, that's a wonderful segue to a next question I have, actually. So you, you have this amazing book called Flower, Flower Evolution, which helps us to, you know, know how to make use of the magic of flowers to bloom into our full potential. So I, I believe that's, that's what you, you mean in this case with the, you know, seeing a flower and knowing what um, it does and um, how you are feeling at the moment or what you're going through at that po point, point in time. You know, it's like the name of your podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the mirror. The flowers and the plants and the trees are mirrors. That's all they are. So... Mm -hmm what you feel drawn to, it mirrors back to you what's happening on the inside. And that could be, I mean, it is magic. It feels like magic because all you're doing is moving closer to something that you're drawn to. Yes. And then when you find out its qualities, it resonates because you feel like, wow, that's like, so the, what I'm working on, that's what's happening in my inner world, right? Yes, yes, yes. 
Ah, okay. So what we are going through within us could be reflected to us through flowers. We, 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 we point at something, we're attracted to something because of what we are going through at that point in our lives. Yes, and it could change in any moment. So when you're when something in your life changes or that situation changes, mm. that particular flower will look boring and you will no longer be attracted to it. And then you'll be interested in something else. Something else. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but let, can we can we talk a little bit about, about this book, this um, flower evolution? Yeah, I, sure. I was reading wonderful um, you know, reviews on it, but I've not been able to get it of it myself. Well, can you can you tell me and um, the listeners, my friends out there about flower evolution Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean the first half it's broken into two parts and the first half goes through like what is this how does this work Uh, Mm -hmm. you know how do we know that it works the second part is more like choose your own adventure so there are several pages that have images of flowers and by you know choosing the one you're most attracted to it'll say go turn to page 262 Mm -hmm. so then you turn to that page yes and Yes, it does tell you what's special about that flower, but then it also turns it back and mirrors it back to you and says, like, are you feeling this way? Are you feeling that way? Have you thought about this? You may want to reflect on this. Wow. Um, so it's a way to work with, like, the innermost stirrings inside of you through the flowers mirroring back to you. So now, now I understand much more better. So I, I'm, I'm going to encourage everyone out there to, to get the book. I'm going to place a link in the show notes of this episode so I, um, everyone, my friends, and every listener out there could um, get, grab a copy on Amazon. It's available on Amazon and some other platforms. Good, good read also. Um, you could get, get some reviews to, you know, um, convince yourself that it's a really awesome book, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, I, I'm now, and, I, and I've gotten a, like a much more um, deeper understanding to why sometimes I get attracted to a flower. I buy it. And after a while, I'm like, oh, I need to change this plant. <laughs> yes, because, but I've still not gotten the, you know, the reason why I, I was attracted to it earlier. So can you, can you tell me about, you know, um, what kind of plant reflects what kind of, you know, um, experience one is going through or what a plant says about someone? Are there like some examples that you could make mention of? Yeah, I mean, the easiest way is um, if, you're, if you can go to our website, if you like, um, if you feel brave, um, <laughs> you can go. You you can go to our website now as we're speaking. Yes, it's lotusway.com and it's mm. wei.com. And then if you click on the upper left-hand corner, there's a quiz. And if you want to tell me the flowers that you're drawn to, I can tell you what it means about you. Dear friend, you can grow your personal and business brand by creating a strong network through podcasting. Create real human connections, have the ability to share your story and interesting point of view. To get started, you can make use of the special offer for friends of this podcast, which is on kitcaster.com slash mirror. K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R dot C-O-M slash M-I-R-R-O-R. The link and further instruction or details will be found in the show notes for this episode. Thank you. So do you want uh, me to go through each flower really quickly and tell you a little more specific? Yes, please. Okay, so the first one you picked was the fire star orchid. Mm-hmm. Usually um, the people who are drawn to that flower 
are, are because they are ahead of the curve because your ideas are so different and so unique that maybe even sometimes you'd be afraid to share your ideas because they're, they're really ahead of their time. So that flower helps you continue to really fearlessly share what is inside of you because maybe the people around you aren't ready to hear it yet, but they need to benefit from, from your out, out there ideas. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. The red, the red rose helps us dissolve any messaging in our bodies or cells around struggle so that we don't feel like we have to make it hard in order for it to be like a worthy endeavor. Yeah. It can be easy. It can be nurturing, nourishing. So that the things that we love to do can be easy and just as nourishing to us as everyone else. Uh, the mountain laurel helps you feel comfortable in your own skin, even if you're in new situations. The white water lily, oh, the white water lily helps you recognize synchronicity. It sort of like turns on all your senses uh, more clearly so you can hear, hear see, sense, feel. Um, so if there's something you've been like wanting to learn or someone you've been wanting to connect with, yes. um, it like draws it to you more uh, expediently. Mm. Bird's foot lotus. Okay, nobody is drawn to that flower unless they either have a habit of worrying or if in the last week or so you've been worrying about something and it's it's like in your tummy. So it's like, you know, you, you're either worrying about something or thinking about something and it's affecting your stomach or your digestion. Oh. Do you have a habit of worrying? Yes, from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not good, actually. Something I'm trying to work um, on, like to stop worrying. But um, as, much as I work on it, it happens, uh, catches me unaware that I start worrying on different things about the future, about current situations. You know, it also comes from, you know, juggling a lot of things. and like, I'm worrying, how can I balance it all? How can I find time to, you know, just live in the moment, for example? Yeah, yes, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine. Jasmine is about, oh, like uh, dissolving any kind of loneliness. Like sometimes, you know, even when we're around other people, we have this like sense of lonely on the inside, yeah. or maybe like our family has a history of feeling lonely. And so Jasmine like swoops in and makes us feel like totally connected to everything and everyone else and helps us feel really um, radiant and beautiful. Red hibiscus, like the one you've got growing, it's uh, usually we're drawn to that when like, uh, I mean, the whole world is needs red hibiscus right now because it's like, it's like those periods in your life when it's like one thing after another, one stress and then another stress and then another stress. And you're like, when is this going to end? You know, like, uh, so the flower gives you the sense of light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Like you're coming through a new perspective, fresh uh, way of seeing any kind of stressful events. Probably every one of us can relate to that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, especially during this pandemic and, you know, this state of life, yes. For sure. Wow. And then lilac. Lilac is, if you find yourself becoming attached to, like, a certain person, place, thing, outcome. Like, if, like, let's say you really have your heart set on something happening and it doesn't happen. And, like, oh, you feel disappointed. Uh, it, lilac helps you be more, like, fluid. Like, okay it didn't happen no worries next mm -hmm. uh and like really flexible uh to the changes of life yes. 
So that would be like the more detailed reading of the flowers that you felt drawn to. Does that feel like any of that resonates with you? Yes, of course. I mean, even with the lilac, for example, I sometimes feel in my life that, oh, if, um, if a particular relationship does not work with somebody, for example, then I should be, I prepare myself mentally to, to move on already. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite painful. And then you made mention of, you know, I forgot any flower that is connected with loneliness, for example. Um, jasmine. Jasmine, yeah, the jasmine. Yeah, sometimes I, I just feel, yeah, because maybe my family is far away from myself or, yeah, yeah trying to connect with family. Or even when I'm among friends, after some while of merriment, I just pull down low to be, I feel alone in the midst of people. It happens there. Yeah. Yeah. But what can, what can we do with all this reading? How can I now change all of this, you know, this loneliness or state of worrying? Are there like flowers that could, that could help me to, you know, be less worried or to be less lonely? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Absolutely. Okay. So what, what we're going to do is at, like after we get off, recording yes. you're going to give me your mailing address yeah. and i'm literally going to send you every single one of those flowers mm. um and then you can take them with reckless abandon you can be wild about it because mm. there's no there's no negative side effects they they mix with every kind of food medication anything you could imagine yeah. uh so totally safe even pregnant women take them so i'm going to send you all of those flowers and you will notice if you use them really regularly, you know, just put in your water, your coffee, your tea, mm. uh, you'll notice that oh, you, your stomach feels lighter. You, you feel like, yeah, no worries. Um, or that, that feeling of loneliness just like doesn't arise. Mm. Or maybe, maybe when you first start taking the remedy, sometimes people have what's called a healing crisis. So your, your energetic field will gather all of that information, bring it up and you feel it very intensely and then it goes and then it doesn't come back. Wow. Does that's that make good. sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would love to experience that and try that. So for, for, for our listeners out there, um, can, can you just, you know, go on, on the website, lotusvay.com and take the quiz and then, you know, um, get their, their reading done. Would they get like a full detailed email when they um, put in their names and email address or they have to get in contact with you? How, 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 can, they, how can other people go through this quiz? And yeah, so if, if you do the quiz, you get um, recommended like the number one remedy to start with because, you know, like to tell you all the little details of everything sometimes can be overwhelming for people. Mm. Um, so we just like pick the one number one remedy and then we'll send you like a little bit of information more about how does it work um, and uh, keep it really simple, you know, so we don't overwhelm people. Yeah. Uh, but for those people who want to take it deeper, I mean, we have so many resources and um, this month we're coming out with a digital education course so people can really dive deeper and learn what it means. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, you can take it as deep or as shallow as you want. Even just by taking one simple remedy, uh, you can feel a world of difference. Yes. Wow. That, that's good. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that when, when we work with flower essences regularly, it creates more spaciousness inside of us. And, you know, I don't know, like, where did you grow up when you were a kid? Um, in Nigeria. In, in Nigeria. So I don't know what uh, the cultural, like how you grew up as a child. I don't know, like in the Western world, they don't really teach us 
what to do with like intense emotions, you know? So if you think about like, how will I die? And when will I die? And what will that be like? And will I be happy in this life? You know, those really deep questions and the like deep thinking about the whole framework of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that none of us are going to stay here. We're all going to die. Every single one of us. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, and, and actually, I mean, I find that kind of thinking is so good for us because then we really like realize how precious life is and, mm. you know, and, and how things are passing and changing all the time. We can appreciate them more. But the, but the flower remedies help us create more space so we can allow in the grief or allow in, you know, the feelings of whatever is arising mm. and, and allow those feelings to transform us as human beings to become stronger, wiser, bolder. Because I don't know about Nigeria, but at least in the Western world, there's more of a habit of suppress, you know? Nah, I don't feel that. Nah, I don't want to feel that. No, nah, I don't want to feel that. Yeah. It's, it's the like same for we, us too. Yeah. Is it the same? Yes, it is. Like you, you sometimes you don't feel like you don't have the right to feel that way or you are not meant to feel that way. So you ignore it or you bury it off and with the hope that it dies off one day and it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so common. It's so common around the world. And and we think that somehow we can bury it, mm-hmm. but really we just sort of tuck it in other places. And, you know, according to energy medicine, that is the perfect way to later create a sickness or a disease or an imbalance. So what we're actually doing with flower remedies or botanical remedies is we are creating more spaciousness so that we can see all of those things head on and let them move through us and transform us so we're like more beautiful and more strong, more wise. And then that way they're not stuck somewhere uh, with the ability to later give us cancer or pop up somewhere as some kind of disease, right? Mm -hmm. We can move through it first, like now, address it. Yes. Pomegranate has a really special ability to to ward off uh, negative energies or like naughty spirits, you know, that want to create mischief. Yeah. And then you can even take one leaf from the pomegranate bush and you can, you know, tuck it in a pocket somewhere. Let's say you're going to a, a big event with lots of people um that leaf as it's in your pocket will absorb any negative energy Mm. you know or maybe you're public speaking or maybe someone will look at you and feel jealous or you know that kind of energy Mm. will all go into the leaf Mm. and then as you're coming home from this event you take the leaf and you toss it out before you get back home wow okay (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I'm so surprised to hear this because I've heard about this before when I was back home in Nigeria, like from my mom or some relatives, they say, oh, plant, um, plant this um, flower in your compound so that it chases away evil spirits. I'm like, what are you saying? I know, the grandmas know, right? The yes, mothers and yeah. the grandmothers, they know. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't believe that. What does that mean? What's, what does spirit have to do with flowers or, or with plants? Well, you're saying it now is like wow okay <laughs> <laughs> something to consider yes <laughs> you know and the thing is it's like don't believe anything i say 
Don't believe anything I say. Don't believe anything the news says. Don't believe anything anyone says until you try it for yourself. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah. don't believe anything a doctor says. Don't believe anything a scientist says. Don't believe yeah. anything anybody says until you know it for yourself. So I would say, you know, for example, if you were like, huh, this sounds crazy, but I'm gonna try to put out this bowl of water with flowers on top outside my front door. I'm yes. gonna do that every day for the next month. Then you can see how you feel. Yeah. Um, or if you say, wow, this idea of taking flower remedy sounds really cool, but I don't really know if that's yeah. gonna work. Then you just try it. Yeah. You know, you just, it, and once you have your own experience, yeah. no one can argue with you. No one can tell you otherwise. You've had your own experience. You know, yes, it works, or no, it doesn't, or it made me feel this way. Yeah. It's your, that belongs to you, right? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I, I love it when people are skeptical or when they question. We need more critical thinking these days, right? True. We need more people asking questions about things that don't make sense. Mm. Um, so I always welcome people, if anything I say, say doesn't make sense, you know, yeah. try it for yourself. Yeah. So how can people get across to you? Um, what's the best way to get across to you to work with you, for example? Like now, yeah. for example, I've gotten an, I've gotten an exclusive flower reading and I'm excited to, you know, work with you after we stop recording. But how can other people, other people listening now, um, you know, have the same opportunity to experience this? Yeah, so you can come to our website. Um, we, uh, we have a whole team of people to help you do decide what flower essences you need. If you want a personalized one-on-one -on -one Zoom consultation, we do that as well. If you want to travel to Phoenix, um, we have, uh, you know, a whole team of practitioners from everything from naturopathic physicians to acupuncturists to all the flower practitioners here to support you in a customized experience. Um, and if there's something that you want to try, you know, and, and purchase for yourself, you can use the discount code podcast and that yes. will get you 15% off yeah. um, for your listeners. If there's something they want to try yeah. and even just like reading the blog, there's so much information that we offer. Um, and, you know, we invite anyone who's curious about this, wild world of flowers to you know join our community yes yes i will i'll place all of these links in the show notes for this episode and i will um encourage or recommend it to everyone out there to please um click on the link contact um katie and katie and work with her and you know get to know more about flower and how to use it as a mirror to reflect back to you um what is going on in your life or what's happening to you at the moment that's so that's so amazing i did like some tips you could give to me you know to uh or give to the listeners out there to you know grow a successful business like you are doing also you know you're affecting people's life positively and you're also you know growing a, a successful business how, how do you do that how do you balance it all <laughs> man okay so i would say a couple quick things one is um anything and everything you can figure it out yourself Right. Um, so like for, for the people who are just starting a business, maybe, or just growing a business, um, there's no one out there who knows better than you. You can figure anything out. Most people in business, they don't know what they're doing. And that's a good sign because if you're always expanding and growing, you're always going to the next level. You're always solving the next problem that you don't know how to solve. You have to figure it out. Um, and that's, that's a really good thing. Um, I would say you have to have something in your business that you believe in so deeply 
that will help you ride through the tough times. Um, and then um, get a really good team. A team is everything. You know, who you hire, who you work with. You think of it as like, who would be someone that you could literally have a newborn baby and then place the newborn baby in their hands? That's the kind of person you, you, you want to look for, at least on your leadership team. Um, and always trust your gut. And then one last piece of advice that would not have come to me naturally, but my business mentors and my spiritual mentors have shared it with me. And I can say that it works. Um, and that is to occasionally put yourself in situations where you are forced to grow, where you don't know if you will have the capacity or money or ability to make it work, right? Yeah. So like two years ago, I purchased a, a 15,000 square foot commercial building. It was the first commercial property I had purchased. Uh, our rent went from $1,000 a month to $10,000 a month. Huge jump, right? Yes. Yes. And it was like, I'm not sure we can do it. I'm not sure we'll survive. Mm -hmm. But when you put yourself in those situations, you force yourself to survive. Mm -hmm. You force yourself to do whatever it takes to make yourself successful. Yeah. So you, maybe this is not something you want to be under all the time, but um, to take those risks uh, every now and then. So you sort of force yourself to go to the next level because we're creatures of comfort habit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yes. Yes. We always want to stay in our comfort zone and, you know, just enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wow. And I want to say once more congratulations on all your success, you know, featuring on, in the old, um, Opera magazine, for example, you know, the New York Times, LA Times. That, those are huge achievements, actually. It's a, it's a really great achievement. Thank you, Toby. So, so, so far, I've learned a lot from you already. Like, as in my, my whole understanding of flower has been deepened. I've gotten to know more. The knowledge um, has grown bigger and wider. And I'm looking forward to our flower reading again. The more detailed um, results to that and um i would just want to know if you have any other thing you would love to say advice to listeners out there or myself before um we, we wrap it up hmm. yeah i mean i would say that we're at a time in history where many 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 influences outside of ourselves are playing tug of war with our attention and our emotions and our belief systems, what we, um, you know, they're playing with our fear um, and our, you know, sense of stability in life. And so I would say whether it's through flower remedies or whether it's through just getting out and going into the wild, going to the forest uh, or the wild areas, Mother Nature can help root you back inside yourself and your strength and your power so that you feel you can trust every part of yourself in every decision you make so that whatever is happening on the external world whatever chaos whatever stories that that does not any longer play any tug of war with your uh, emotions that all of the strength inside of you can come to the surface hmm. um, so that you get a sense of your true power and trust in everything that comes from the inside. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate everything I've been able oh to learn gosh. from you. 
This was so amazing. Thank you. Such a pleasure to spend time with you, Toby. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, you made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.